Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you guys right now? Are you in your car on your way to work? Are you just taking a break and you're listening to a podcast? Are you on the elliptical? I don't know how you do that, by the way. I don't know how people don't listen to like 90s jock jams when they're working out and just listen to someone talk. People listen to podcasts about murder while they're running, which kind of makes sense. Like, I guess if you were running, murder would be a subject that would prompt you to keep going. Where are my truckers? What do you guys do? What do you do when you listen to this? And don't write in anything gross. Because I'll know it. This is another episode of Ask Eliza Anything, the show where we cull the best and brightest and most interesting questions that you have for me and or my celebrity guest. And we give you the business. We tell you what's what. We try our best to give you creative answers, fun answers. Sometimes you guys write in really dark, macabre, serious stuff. And I am not licensed to answer it. I'm a know-it-all but I'm not legally licensed, so I can't tell you if you're transgender how to make that transition mentally. That is not my place. What I can tell you is that a raccoon might make a better pet than an opossum because they seem sweeter, and that's just my opinion. So we're going to get it going today with me, as always. It's my intrepid assistant, my baby arm, Emily. Hi. Are you ready for— You're my Roz. I'm Frasier, and you're my Roz. I know. That's your team. Well, then let's— uh... <laughs> Let's kick it off. <laughs> Let's kick it off. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. I know what you're going to ask. Laura underscore Peterson from Instagram says, all-time favorite character from Frasier. Alternatively, who do you think is the absolute worst? Okay, that's a two-parter, and you're only allowed to ask one question that I just made up. Um, everybody who's a fan of mine, if you're a fan of mine, you know that I watch Frasier almost every single night. Like, it's a little weird, but I find it very comforting. The best Frasier character was BB, his manager. She was the most theatrical, and she was Eva Frasier. And she was super fun. She was my favorite. Uh, second only to Julia Sweeney, who played Anne, uh, the girl that uh, Frasier broke her foot. And she said, who's the ravioli monster? Anyways, you have these are some Frasier deep cuts, but I really love textured female characters on that show. Who's the worst? I don't know. Any, like, the boring women he dated who wore like throws and mid-high heels in Seattle high society and silk dresses because it was the 90s. Okay, so that's my answer. Kicking it off with a Frasier question. Now let's get to the nitty-gritty. Let's try to fix your lives. Okay. Okay. Harpo 1981 
wants to know, how do you get out of attending awkward family gatherings when you don't have a legitimate reason not to go other than you just don't want to and would rather stay home? I don't know if this is an international issue, but I know here in America, especially for not young generations, but young people in whatever generation, it's like a cool thing to hate the idea of your family. Like, oh, they're all alcoholics. Oh, my mom is weird. Oh, my uncle makes inappropriate comments. Like, we hear these tropes all the time. Here's the bottom line. One day soon, your family will be dead. These are the only people who are obligated to love you no matter what. Even your husband. I know that we take vows. It's not the same kind of love that blood can provide, okay? No one will ever love you in the same way that your parents or your brother and sister love you. And you're lucky. If you have a family that you get to see, there are plenty of people who lose their families, lose their parents, and they say, I'd give one more moment to be with my Aunt Jessie. So as fun as it is to be self-effacing and to shit on your family and be like, I'm too cool. I just want to get drunk at this Thanksgiving. Just know that one day the only embrace you will have that's familiar is that of loneliness and you will die alone. (laughs) And so we all need to stop being brats about it and just deal with it. Just lean into the weirdness. Take some pictures. Put them on Instagram. All these hipsters are like, oh, here's my family. You're lucky you have a family home. I don't. My parents moved away. I go home to Dallas. I didn't grow up in my dad's house. I got to sleep in a guest room. They make it nice, but the dogs come in there. I don't. Those aren't my dogs. It's my brother Brad's old room. I don't even know Brad that well. He's off at college. Just pictures of me around the house with my old nose. I don't like it. (laughs) I would love to be in my childhood room. Go through all my old shit. So suck it up. Quit being a brat. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It happened to me. I didn't think it would, but it happened to me. I had a nasty bout of postpartum depression. Now, there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about what you're dealing with, and there's nothing to be ashamed about in talking about it with someone. I definitely saw a therapist these last couple weeks because, you know, I spend my time giving advice to others, but I could use a little advice myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. I'll tell you what, when you're already stressed or anxious, the last thing you want to do is battle traffic and sit in a waiting room and get your parking validated. I'm sorry, is that just an LA thing? You don't need to add all that. You can just sit in the comfort of your own home or a chair you like outside and you can talk to someone from BetterHelp. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and you can switch therapists at any time. No additional charge and it doesn't hurt their feelings. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Eliza today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Eliza. I'm busy and this time of year gets even busier. I've had my baby. I'm back to work. I'm at meetings. I'm on tour. I'm running around and I don't always have time to sit down for a meal with my family. Sometimes I get home from set so late and I just need to eat something nutritious and go to bed. And that's why I like Factors fresh, never frozen meals because they're dietitian approved and they're ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy I am, and I'm busy, I always have time to get a nutritious, great tasting meal. Factor has over 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week. So I never get bored. I'm trying to do less meat in general and they have wonderful vegan and veggie options. I just made a vegan mushroom marsala and I made an onion risotto. Just because you're eating vegetarian doesn't mean you can't eat deliciously. It had roasted garlic green beans. It was scrumptious. 
Head to factormeals.com slash Eliza50 and use code Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Eliza50 at factormeals.com slash Eliza50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Well, it's finally happening. The weather is finally getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to the jackets and cozy sweaters we've been hibernating in all winter. And it's time to say hello, bonjour, to shorts and t-shirts. And if you've been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, Quince is for you. I talk about Quince a lot because I really believe in a sustainable capsule wardrobe. And there's no reason you can't have a sustainable, timeless wardrobe for every season. And Quince has got you covered with premium linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable, silk tops, hello. And the best part is all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Dressing well shouldn't break the bank. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. Look well. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Eliza for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Eliza. Wow. Okay. Yeah, you have a whole family. And you I don't have like a whole them. family. And you I don't like them. Like I love them. I won't it's let so them sell their home. Saying. I'm like, please keep it forever. I don't like change. Emily, please unchain yourself. They've from been the in that home for at least 30 years, potentially longer. It's nice. And all, the, you know, when kids, all the Christian kids get to go home, I get to wear my jammies at Christmas and be <laughs> with my family. You know how nice that is? You know where I spend my Christmases? At fucking Korean barbecue. Because I'm Jewish, and it means nothing to me. <laughs> Christmas means nothing to me. <laughs> nothing. Ice cold. I have a stocking in my house. I have pictures of me in front of the same stocking when yeah. I was five. Goyim. Pretty good Goyim celebration. Yeah, it sounds great. Don't Although know. They did redo their kitchen, and I'm really mad about it because it's different than before. Oh, you might have some weird attachment to that. I don't like change. It is a guys, problem. Do you drink milk with your dinners? I did, yes. That is a that is a not Jewish thing. Really? Jews don't do that. <laughs> you don't drink milk? Nope. It is a very 1950s sort of Goyim, sort of non-Jewish thing to do. For sure we drank milk, although now it's my mom's like, please drink water. Please hydrate yourself. I ask you that all the time, to please drink water. Because <laughs> you just, your pores just ooze Coca-Cola and grape flavoring. So that's the answer, is love them while you can, because they are going to be dead so soon. Split a glass of milk with them. (laughs) 3AM Josh wants to know, do you remember voting on people on hotornot.com back in the day? Man, fun times. 3AM Josh, not only do I remember on voting, I remember uploading my picture. So this would be like 2001, 2002. This is when we were just getting going with all these sort of uh, beta versions of websites and MySpace was a thing. And the idea that the public could weigh in on your life, which is uh, ubiquitous now and part of our day-to-day life, it was such a novel concept. And especially, you know, as a young girl, you're just looking for that validation. I want strangers to tell me if I'm hot. Really, it was the great equalizer because these strangers owed you nothing. So you would get a real answer if you were attractive or not. 
based on that picture. In fact, we should have that public service now. There is. Yeah. Uh, again. It's called Emily's Reddit. List. <laughs> Emily's List. No, that's actually. Email your pictures. I'll tell you you're ugly. It's also uh, a charity. Uh, that is a Democratic voting thing that I that I definitely work for. Okay. Uh, the Reddit, as another Reddit reference, has a subreddit called like Rate My Face or something. Rate and My only, Face. Only the hottest and the ugliest people. I'm not subscribed to it, but every once in a while I visit it's brutal in there. People's People will post very sad photos of themselves and then people will tell them what they can do. Sometimes people are mean. Sometimes people are like, hey, maybe exercise, maybe get like a skin routine, whatever. And these people will be like, I have nothing to live for. I think people get off on that. Like it's like the dudes that like it when women step on their dicks. Like, oh, tell me I'm shit. Tell me I'm so gross. I feel like you're the moderator of this. You're like, and I'll tell them to kill themselves or, you know, No, I don't like to arms. go there because it's too sad. Here's the problem with doing it now. It's easy to find who that is because of the network, of our social networking. Right-click, search image. Yeah. Back then, you could just be an anonymous person and people wouldn't be like, oh, I know that girl because she's also in my top eight and I'm on LinkedIn with her. Mm-hmm. So there was an anonymity in being public and now we don't have that. Um, there's also America's Next Top Model. They'll tell you exactly what's wrong with your face if you can get on there. They keep I asking. tried. Yeah. Back in the day because I want to go in that house and fight people. Okay, cool. That's my dream. It's cool that you work so closely with me. <laughs> it's awesome <laughs> that I've let you into my home and you were at my wedding. Okay. But that's it. I remember it and I'd upload it. There was also Rate My Boobs. And I was like, fuck yeah. Do you worry about people finding your old accounts? Good luck. <laughs> That's why people are always like, what was your AIM screen name? I'm like, you're not getting it. You got that question again. Yeah, people ask me. I don't trust that you're asking me that is good natured. I think you're trying to find some shit on me and men love doing that. They love being I was I was out of town this week and I was in another city and I walked into a store and this guy was like, you're a comedian. I was like, yeah, I get that all the time. And he's like, we've hung out together. And this guy was like 25. And I was like, cool. And he was like, it was here in, in the city. And I was like, when? He's like, like five years ago. And I was like, okay, well, then I, maybe it was so, he's like, yeah. And you were dancing. I'm like, give, like, what are you trying to, are you trying to blackmail me, scare me? Like, yeah, that sounds like me. It sounds like I got fucked up and danced like a freak on a pool table. So the fuck what? Dudes are always trying to blow up girl spots. With like, I know something about you. Gives a fuck. You have nothing over me. I haven't killed anyone yet. Okay, then let's move on to an important— Point, uh, you're not getting my screen name. <laughs> no, it's like if I'm they married. ask your maiden name or your the street you grew My maiden on, name is my name. The color of your first car. Yeah, also you can check my credit score. Fuck up my shit. Jess.RaptorCat wants to know, which celebrities do you think have BDE? What does that stand for, Emily? That stands for Big Dick Energy. Oh, it's so weird to hear you say dick. It's a big It's a big question it's on the internet right now. Big dick. Uh— I'm going to answer this by telling you what women I think have big dick energy. I think it should exclusively be used for women and, and it, mostly is. You know what we should call it? What? Big clit energy. There you go. So gross. You don't want a big old clit. It's going to get in the way. You're going to be getting off all over the place. Anyways, big dick energy. Robin Wright in House of Cards specifically. Not in Forrest Gump and not in <laughs> Princess Bride. She was very scared. Robin Wright <laughs> should just start fucking chicks in the face. In House of Cards, because she's a badass, for sure. Uh, the entire cast of Orange is the New Black. Mm-hmm. Like, those chicks have been through some Which shit. Which one especially? Because I would say Natasha Leone especially. She's so broken inside, you know? Uh, I'd say the Russian lady. Oh, Kate Mulgrew. Red. Yeah. Yes. 
and uh, all the black chicks. Yeah, tasty. Tasty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh, rest in peace, Poussey. Yeah. Um, the Russian girl from Killing Eve, hardcore lesbian, murderer, and yet has like a soft spot for love. Uh, I that's my su- summation of the entire show after only watching the last two episodes. Um, all the wives on House Hunters, because they come in like, I want it ensuite. Give it. <laughs> Give it to me. And the husband's like, I'm just so beaten down. I make 30 grand a year. And like, I want pink tiles and an art deco vagina. And they and they always get what they want. There's no, I mean, the guy would have to be a monster to be like, I'm picking the house with the man cave and she can ask my D. Uh, the fat old white lady on 90 Day Fiance that's trying to get with the Nigerian guy. I love her. I didn't mean to call her fat old white lady, but that is the most apt description. She's got the best attitude. And she is, like, on him. She, like, <laughs> tackled him onto the bed. He's like, this is, Angel, please, you're so aggressive. And she's like, I just want to fuck. <laughs> and I loved it. She's like, he's like, you're a very masculine. She's like, yeah, I have no scruples. I got nothing to lose. <laughs> so those are my answers. Those are the women, the celebrity, dare I say, women. And me. And you. Okay, I got to <laughs> contribute to this. I got to contribute because Kate Blanchett in Ocean's 8, every frame of it. Mm. The internet agrees with that one. Which you have a printout of. <laughs> every frame. <laughs> Just every frame is wallpapering my home. Yeah, women can have big dick energy. For sure, Kate Blanchett, Sharon Stone in both Basic Instincts. There's a two that I recently watched. Okay. <laughs> it's um, it's a situation. Cookie and, from Empire? Yes. Right? Taraji Henson. Yeah. Yes. She, in Acrimony as well. And Olivia Wilde in both The O.C. and House. And if people have seen her roles in either of those, they will agree. Okay. I think this is a pretty good list. But can you define it or can you—I can only name people. I can't explain what it is. I can just name It's examples. a confidence and an authoritative presence. Mm-hmm. Um, it lets you know, like, I came to get my job done. I came to fuck, whatever that <laughs> means to you. And I will—I shan't be moved. Elizabeth Warren. Nevertheless, yeah. she persisted. Big RBG. dick energy. Yeah. Ruth Bader Ginsburg. BDE RBG. <laughs> That will be the next documentary about her life. She's just sitting in her office, lifting, like, doing, like, high reps, <laughs> low weight to death metal. Big dick. Here's my ruling. I got a big dick. All right. All right. Anthony underscore Diorio wants to know, what's the worst date you've ever been on? I wonder if guys ever get asked that question. I feel no. I've never heard a guy Mm-mm. tell a story like that. Yeah. Because usually men are the one perpetrating the worst. I think the when guys have a bad date, it's like she ended up being drunk and I couldn't get to second base. You know, or, or like the she cops ordered were called. a lobster. Whatever. Buy me that lobster. <laughs> what kind of a monster? Are you a harp seal? You're cracking a lobster claw on your head on a first date? <laughs> I gotta get comfortable before I go ham on food. Uh, Actually, as I've gotten older. Have you seen Castaway recently? The movie? Yes. Yeah, I watch it every night. Why do you ask? <laughs> because he, on the island, can only, like, crack open his own crabs, whatever, and it's oh, just, yeah. like, slurping him out. Serpent. Then he gets out, and then he gets home, and they throw him a party his first day home, and he's just Wait. shaved and put on clothes. Serve only seafoods. There's a scene where he's just staring forlornly at a pile of crab legs. Like, what monsters? I would never stare forlorn at After a pile of seafood. that's all you've been eating for no. six years or whatever. Like looking at Blanche's face, it never gets old. It's just so rude that they were like, here, have some more things that you could have eaten on your island. Well, she had like moved on. But this was thrown Welcome by someone else. Welcome back to <laughs> Castaway Pod. 
Podcast. <laughs> Podcast away. <laughs> um, the worst day, honestly, okay. People think of my comedy, they're like, she talks about men and women and dating and relationships. I don't, I don't put up with a lot of shit, so I haven't had like a string of bad dates. I've had dates where it's like, oh, this guy's not for me. But a bad date means that you kind of let it get worse and you stood for that. I went out with one guy who took, and he's like, he was a good looking dude, took, wasn't drinking, and I ordered a drink. I was like, what's up? And he was like, oh, and he takes out a vial of GHB. Am I thinking of GHB? Which is the one? The roofie. Yeah, GHB. I was thinking of uh, human growth hormone. Sorry. GHB. And he goes, if you don't drink on it, it's actually a pretty good high. And he down. He's a big dude. And he drank it. And then, like, we made out. Like, whatever. But I remember, like, that's a weird move. Like, if you want to, like, everybody, like, shows a little bit of who they are on a first date. And that is a bold. Did did that is a BDE move. Right after, like, he was trying to transfer it to your mouth? Okay. No, 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 okay. no. He wasn't trying to slip you Here's GHB. The thing. I, when, I tell the, when I've told the story in the past, I've been incensed. I'm like, and he brought out drugs, didn't offer me any, JK, LOL. But he brought out drugs and did them. But, like, the truth is I totally made out with him because I was like, this dude's hot. <laughs> I've had a drink. We're in public. I'm not scared. And then I just never called him again. And I see him from time to time around Hollywood, and he's been at comedy shows uh-huh. with, like, a date in the front, and he's the nicest guy. And I always want to pull him aside and be like, did you remember drugging yourself? Because I know it wasn't because of me. Yeah. That's obviously a maniac choice you make. He it, had it on his person. On his person. It's not like, because I think people love to be like, oh, maybe you were just a bad date. No fucking way. No, There's he no was fucking carrying way, around GHB, which honestly yeah. does not make him look good. Like, that's a dangerous thing to carry around and be caught with. You look like you're— Even if I did suck, that's your backup plan? <laughs> not an exit strategy, not order a drink. You're like, no, horse tranquilizer. <laughs> so it wasn't bad. It was just insane. And uh, <laughs> one time I walked out on a date uh, in the middle of a parking garage. I was like, I cannot handle it. Was it you. over? That sounds like mm-hmm. that's over. The date's done. You're in the parking garage. We've gone out a couple times. We went to a movie. He was— he was talking so much, and I was just like, I cannot with you. Have a nice yeah. life. But bad date? I'd actually have to, like, go back. In. I don't know. I don't remember. It's been over two years since I've been on a first date. I mean, a Ugh. very attractive guy asked me if abnormal psychology was the study of ghosts. <laughs> and I was like, oh. You're like, yeah, come find out in my pants. <laughs> I got a ghost in my pants. <laughs> so that's it. I think people ask women that because it's, like, hilarious when women have to withstand horrible dudes um i'd love to know from a guy i think my heart would go out more to hear from a guy like a really bad date like and then she threw up on my dick then i had to meet her family then she screamed at me i'm a nice gorilla (laughs) (laughs) okay question specifically to and for you india g McAllister wants to know how do you choose the outfit you wear for your filmed stand-up specials very simple india g McAllister. um what? <sighs> Everyone wants to know specifically about those pants. Those We've got pants. About Thirty questions about it. We have the designer. I Tara. Alberta well, Ferrari. you have. Oh, yeah. yeah I know I your think. stylist. Yeah, but uh, long story short, for that is, um, you can afford to take a little bit more of a fashion risk when you're filming something because it's all your fans. It's not TV where you're hoping audiences. Uh, that are watching for the first time will get on board or maybe they're distracted. Like, you have a little bit of leeway, and it's it's special. Um, and there's, like, that fine line between, like, celebrating your body but not making a meal out of it. So for this special in particular, I wanted to work out, and I wanted to show that I'm proud, that I'm strong, but you don't want to, like, 
you don't want to be too revealing because this is not a fashion show. This is not a bodybuilding contest. This is stand-up. So I don't love my thighs, so I wanted to minimize them. Uh, the boat, I knew the ship was going to be freezing, so we had to do long sleeves. Uh, so it was just about finding, I don't know, you you hire a stylist. They present you with a billion options, and it turned out that those t- that cut of pant, that high-waist sailor pant, fits my body type well because I'm, like, wider hips and thighs and that's it. So it's all about fitting, like, the theme with the outfit that you're going to be comfortable in. In Confirmed Kills, I wanted to wear a cool black bra under a tank top and shiny, uh, like, faux leather pants. And we shot it. We shot, a, like, a picture of me the day before on set. And my manager was like, you look so fat. You're going to be so <laughs> unhappy. Did she say it like that? Yeah, and she was right. Like, she if you has can't BD. trust, my manager, Kara Baker, has huge <laughs> gigantic BDE plus nutsack like just kicking in dicks making deals but she's like here's the thing as women are we so fragile that you can't get honest feedback she stood to gain nothing other than making my special better by being like this is not she's like you've got a great body this isn't the best outfit for you she did you a solid she did so we had to take to the streets of Chicago (laughs) that night at 9pm trying to find a pair of jeans at like H&M and the next morning uh, I had like a male friend with me I was like you gotta come with me to Nordstrom and I'm just, like, tearing through racks looking for stuff. And in the Nordstrom lingerie section, I remember vividly he was, like, sitting in the corner like a gorilla on his phone just, like, waiting for me to try and shit. I found – it's basically a leotard undergarment, and that's what I wore for confirmed kills. So it right. was uh, – and I think a lot of people have those stories, like a last-minute putting together. Yeah. But that's what it is, underwear. Right. And you got to know what looks good on you. Yeah. And adjust accordingly. Uh, war paint. They let me wear a pair of army boots, and that was uh, combat boots. And I feel like you had, like, what, a pink shirt in that? Pink shirt, which I shopped for. And then uh-huh. in Freezing Hot, I was like, it was a tank top that I had kept from Excused. <laughs> and I was like, this fits great. If we can tape me into it, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And some dope Prada boots. So that's it, folks. It's all about piecing it together last minute. Nothing ever works out. When you ask someone what language they took in school, usually it's like with an eye roll. They're like, "Mm, French. It's like, do you speak French? No, I don't use it. I feel like a lot of us had difficulties learning a language in school. Rosetta Stone is here to change that. It's available on desktop and it can be used as an app on your phone or your tablet. Rosetta Stone are trusted experts for more than 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered. Rosetta Stone immerses you in many ways with an intuitive process and you can pick up any language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Plus, with Rosetta Stone's true accent feature, you'll get feedback on how well you're pronouncing words. That's right. You might even fool some locals into thinking you're one of them. It's like having a personal trainer for your accent. I headed to Mexico City for a little vacation, and I used Rosetta Stone to brush up on my Spanish. Just a few things, few verbs that I knew I had forgotten, and I was better. Mejor. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Ask Eliza Anything listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash Eliza. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash Eliza today. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. 
Let me tell you about Bolin Branch's signature sheets because they're the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep, your room, the look of your room because they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton. These sheets feel buttery soft yet super breathable and they're perfect for warmer summer months ahead. We have a house that we go to in the summer and I got all Bolin Branch sheets for the beds because we're having a lot of guests this year and I want them to feel like they're at a nice bed and breakfast that they didn't have to pay for. Bolin Branch sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California King. And Bolin Branch has a 30-night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl and Branch. Go to bowlandbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bowl and Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D, branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Great. Do you want to give some more serious advice now? Now it's time to get serious. Time to get serious. Ethereal Monster 667 says, how do I come out as queer to my 93-year-old grandmother? It's not ethereal? Is it? Like a beautiful, whimsical You know what I read on the internet? It said, you should never make fun of somebody for pronouncing a word wrong. I didn't make fun. I'm not. No, no, no. I'm not saying you are. I'm not saying you are (laughs) at all. You're not. Because it means... That they read it and they read. And I thought that was very interesting. No, it but doesn't. It means they don't know how a word is pronounced <laughs> and they're stupid. There's got – here's the other thing. When I would love to know if I mispronounce something. People yeah. are so sensitive. And I hate when you correct someone. You're like, oh, are you talking about this word? Yeah. It's like how do I pass on passively this knowledge? And people are like, ethereal, ethereal, whatever. No, I'm like, ugh. I want to know. You. I want to know. But I think – I don't think there's any way to say it without the other person – Probably getting mad. There's not this a, is because this, it's a weird embarrassment thing. It is embarrassing, and I think our first reaction is to self-preserve. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever. That's not you. I'm just saying. And yeah. it's like you just you show me how ignorant you are by how you take feedback. Mm-hmm. If I said something wrong, I'd be like, oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. I actually knew that, and then I'd try to backtrack and act like you heard it wrong. Um, your question, Ethereal Monster Six Six Seven, or is it Six Hundred Sixty Seven? <laughs> how do I come out as queer to my 93 year old grandmother? Who cares? She's 93. It'll, it, her feelings on that won't matter. I know that's brutal, but, like, it is what it is. Well, so sh- sh- in that case, do you just let grandma think whatever she thinks? You know or do what? you go, hey, grandma, I just want to talk to you about this? I don't know anything about your family. Like, Fair. you might come from, like, some backward hill folk that, you know, that have horrible thoughts. Your grandma at 93 has lived through some shit. And chances are has had, like, a lot of sex with weird people. Maybe and with some ladies. She also might know. She might, yeah, maybe with some ladies. Maybe she's gay. You don't know. My point is, this is not about your grandma's reaction as much as it is about you living an uh, an authentic life and getting it off your chest. Like, when you tell a friend that they've bothered you or hurt you or hurt your feelings, it's less about the person. Because they're going to have their reaction and you can't control that. It's about making sure that you feel okay. And so that's what it is. Do you want your grandma to die knowing that, she, that you never really let her know who you were? And if she decides she hates you, guess what? Like, she's ignorant. She'll be dead soon. I'm serious. <laughs> You're not wrong. All right. No. Yeah. Okay. Welcome back to another episode of I Am Not Wrong. Give your granny the benefit <laughs> of the doubt. Maybe she'll forget you said it the next day, and at least you can be like, all right, at least I told her. But I don't know anything about your family. 
you know, maybe what if your whole family's gay except for your grandmother <laughs> and she she feels left out? <laughs> it's a giant gay family. So include her in your gayness. Yeah. That's what we all want to be included. That's my answer. My answer is 93. She's 93. Who cares? Great. <laughs> my grandma wouldn't have cared. And and you know what? You're lucky to have a bigoted grandma. At least you have one. Mine's gone. My nana's gone. <laughs> one of my grandmas just likes to constantly be like, what's going on with you? What's going what's on? What's your with- deal? Like sexually? Yeah. I ask all the time. <laughs> and you don't. I've point blank. You're just very, I don't know. And I'm your employer. I like mystery. I want to know about your dating life. I want to know who you're going out with. You just got with. the biggest tidbit you've ever gotten with that ghost story. That's the most you've ever known. What was it? <laughs> that I know I went out with a very hot guy. Oh. Who thought abnormal psychology was a study of ghosts. Did you say went out with or yeah. did you say I talked to? It was a I bad to. date story. I thought you was, I saw him through a window and he yelled at me, <laughs> please. No, uh, we went to the movies. I love that your grandma asked, what's going on with you? I love that. That's, that's what she likes to ask. You didn't get married? What's going on? No, that no, that's taking it a step too far. <laughs> All right. <laughs> to each their own. Haley Drew Baby says, is asking the perfect question for you. The question of all questions. What is your biggest public pet peeve? <gasps> so you say public pet peeve. I'm assuming <laughs> Haley Drew Baby. Or uh is it Hale Eger Dr. Ew Baby? <laughs> Dr. Ew, baby. Dr. Ew, baby is true, baby. I'm assuming you mean pet peeve that people do in public, that I Mm. notice in public. I can't stand people who are unaware of their surroundings. There's this one specific thing, and I wish you could see me right now. I hate when people turn around fast and knock into me. What? Who just, like, like, you'll see someone on their phone turning away from, like, a help desk or something, and they just bolt in a new direction. Pick your fucking head up. And look, the amount of times someone knocks into you because they're just, not even on their phone, just unaware that other humans take up space. That drives me crazy. Unaware of space. Unaware that other people might not want to hear everything you're doing. This bleeds into people allowing their kids to cry for too long when they could take them outside. People, grown men and women playing bejeweled or candy crush without (laughs) headphones on. You fucking monsters. Things like that where you're not sensitive (laughs) to the fact that you're in a society. And littering. Which kind of is the same thing. You're just like, I'm the only one that matters. I'll just dump this here. I went to Starbucks before this, and I got an iced coffee, and the idiot working just took a straw and stuck it in for me. Didn't even give me the option of the sippy lid or the option that I might not want a straw, which, of course, I did. But, like, you don't get to make that choice for me. People need to keep their sounds and their belongings to themselves. Act like a person. The bar is getting set lower and lower for being a decent human. Oh, yeah. All you have to do is not be a total piece of shit. Yeah. All you have to do is put your garbage in a can, and they'll send it to a flotilla island. And we can't even manage that as a a species. We deserve the the nightmare of a world we get. At Griffith, I was there with my dad, and all along the ground there's just garbage like people threw it right over garbage. the edge of the cement and it's like there's a trash can right there right there you piece of shit and you know what people who smoke cigarettes and just throw the butt you're already ruining whatever scent i've got going on because i have to like deal with your cigarette smoke why do you think that part of a cigarette isn't trash why does a, a nicotine filter that doesn't count so that just goes in the gutter one cigarette is going to burn down half of los angeles for sure. I mean, this is just a pile of Kindle. Yeah. Kin- Kindle? Kindle? Yeah. Kindling. Kindling. 
She said that L.A. was a pile of e-readers. I heard it. And that hurt my feelings. We're going to give a specific person advice now because Silent Bob Fervor. Okay, this is serious. This is a, this is a real question, and it inspired a lot of debate in the comments. So This, by the way, if you come to the comment section of an Ask Eliza Anything post, you're going to get feedback from other people. Like, people <laughs> go in on this. And sometimes people are very nice, but, like, you're going to yeah. get other people's opinions. I saw—there were 18 comments, and I was like, wow, you guys really started without me. Yeah, <laughs> on this. Okay, so Silent Bob Fervor says— Okay, how about this? Knowing better, I'm a 42-year-old man who finds himself falling in love with a 21-year-old girl, impractical, improbable, and a highly unlikely chance at a good outcome. But I can't help it. She's completely amazing, breathtakingly beautiful, and funny as hell. She's been through a lot and is well-guarded, but I can see she has a heart of gold. She's a pure soul. My questions are, is age really just a number? Can we find common ground? Can it work? I haven't felt this way about anyone in a very long time. Okay. First of all, pure soul is right up there with old soul. Girls, when a guy— And I'm going to put this in my new stand-up, and I won't be shocked when people steal this and then send me a meme of someone saying it and be like, look, that's your act. Uh, When a dude tells you you have an old soul, you don't. He's just trying to fuck you. You don't have an old soul. You shop at Forever 21, you're not an old soul. Okay, cool. You listen to, like, Led Zeppelin, so what? Um, There is a version of this— where women like father figures. Women like old things. It's okay for men to age, women not to age. We don't have to go through all that. But you're into her because she's hot and young. That's it. She might be super sweet, super funny, super cool. You might not be the wisest 42-year-old. You could be immature. But let's not act like it isn't because of her hot face and young body. There's no version where a 42-year-old guy dates an ugly, gross 21-year-old. It doesn't happen that way. It's the looks go first, then that. And I, I'm just calling it what it is, what it is. You, you've never seen a celebrity dude. Like, actually, girls that are younger can get away with not being as hot because they're, like, young and their bodies are hot. And that, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what you're into. And she happens to not be a lunatic. I don't—she's 21. She can make her own choices. We all make, you know, whatever— I really feel this way. If you're not hurting each other, if you're not hurting her, you're not taking any choices away, I don't—I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you're a creep or you're wrong, but don't act like it isn't because she's young and hot. Oh, I fell in love with her soul and her, um, like, amazing boobs and wrinkle-free skin. Maybe she's disgusting. There's no version of this where she is not hotter than you. Mm. She's hotter than you, and, and that's what it is. Uh, that, that's, I, we always try to dress it up. Like, no, she's sweet. She's pure soul, right? She's funny. She's probably all these things, but we can't, these are inextricable from the fact that she's young and attractive. Mm-hmm. And that's what gets you going. And that's, and that's just the way people are wired. People got really upset that Dane Cook has like a 12-year-old girlfriend and he's like 62. 19 or 20. Okay. Uh-huh. She is legal age. Uh-huh. He, while yes, he could be her father. She seems fine with it. The family seems fine with it. Is that going to fuck you up a little bit later? Maybe. But, like, there were articles written that are, like, alleging, like, setting the tone for, like, that he's done something wrong. There has to be culpability. She's not a child. She is 19, so you're kind of a child. But, like, there has to—at some point, you've got to own your own decisions. 
Well, and people love to do detective work. Like, she's 19, but they were friends before that, they said. And when they were friends, there was yeah. a post here when she was 17 and that, you know. If we go around preemptively deciding that every—you know what? I'm afraid because something's horrible going to come out and I'll be like, I never said. If we go around preemptively deciding that everyone is evil and everyone is disgusting, we're not going to be left with much as a society. So while this is not my favorite relationship, I don't think it's the healthiest one, whatever you're doing, uh, Silent Bob— I'm also wondering if you brought this up just to let everyone know, like, I've got this trophy girlfriend or you're genuinely looking for help. As long as you're willing to admit, like, you have to admit it's because she's young and hot and then everything else was fine. But I won't sit here and be convinced it's because she was so amazing and then you happen to look up at her face and it was angelic. (laughs) So is it the worst thing? No, but... Some people in the comments, some woman said that she had a, like, 17-year age gap or something between her and her husband. They've been together forever. It's going great. Yeah. And it might do that. I think people are going to give you—you have to withstand, if you really love someone, those looks at first. Uh, And then, you know, then everybody can eat their words if it works out. I also think as time goes on, that age gap is a little bit weirder. Like in the 60s, people got married and, you know, your parents, your dad's going to be 20 years older than your mom. And she's like, I didn't have choices. I couldn't go to school. Now it's a little bit weirder. But women will always be attracted to men that are older and more worldly and rugged. The inverse is seldom true. Age is nothing but a number. And we find that convenient when it works for us. We say that. But the rest of the time, we call people old or too young. So the answer is whatever works for you as long as you're not hurting anyone. Move to Los Angeles where I love to play the game. Are they married or is it a father and daughter? Uh, I remember getting to that age where I had to tell people that that was my father, not my husband. Because mm. I'm at that age now. We're like, yeah, that could be my husband. Yeah. Minus the fact that we have the exact same eyes <laughs> <laughs> and skin tone. So, yeah, I don't know. Can we find a common ground? Yeah, you can find common ground. It's called your mattress. Ooh. She keeps me young. Great. Let her, you know, not hurting anyone, but people are going to think you're a creepo. Also, women get angry. Women get angry when they see a young woman with an older man. There's that episode of Sex in the City where Sarah Jessica Parker goes out with a guy that Candace Bergen was like, gunning for. And she's like, I've got a very small dating pool. Like, get out of my pool. This is not a meritocracy. Dating is a competitive sport. So, yes, that sucks if you're 50 and a dude that's 50 is going out with someone younger than you because you feel you can't compete. But you were at one point that 20-year-old girl that went out with the older guy. It's give and you take. And so getting angry about it, go find a guy that doesn't do that. It sucks, but we got to stop being so sensitive. I want to hear this girl's commentary. Like, what's her Ask Eliza question? I'm, what kind of fetish outfit should I put on for my 42-year-old boyfriend? He's going in for his first colonoscopy, and I want to be supportive. <laughs> Tangentially related to that, Notch Your Niche said, what's your best slash wittiest response to the obnoxious males who go on rants about how much they hate feminism? Here's my answer to that. First of all, don't engage because they're just trying to get a rise. They're just trying to call you a name. But if you ever are in verbal, a verbal spar with a guy and he's doing a straw man argument, which is basically he's saying, claiming something that you never said was true. All men are bitches. And you're like, okay, I never said all women weren't, but it's also a really sweeping statement, whatever. If you just call a dude a bitch, it's really hard for them to come back from it. Try it. The next time a guy is on you about something, just like going after, you know, or if you're in a, you know, an online argument, just be like, you sound like a little bitch and your whining is annoying me. 
do it is kryptonite. I, I didn't. But now I can't call her that because she did. Uh, I'm not complaining. I'm just saying. If you just turn it on them, if you use the terminology they use on women, men can't stand the idea of looking feminine. It's it's for some of them. It's the most terrifying thing. That's why homosexuality is such a big deal for ignorant people. I'm afraid. I'm afraid a gay guy's gonna hit on me, and then he's gonna want to have sex with me. It's like no, that's not. And then he's gonna have sex in my butthole. As dudes are just trying to protect their buttholes at all times. It sounds insane, but I'm not wrong. Biggest fear is looking like a girl. What? What? Some dude fucks me. The other way you fuck girls. Yeah. What if that happens to me? Well, then you got fucked. All right, that was a bit of a tangent. <laughs> but it's it. It's not even so much witty as just like playing a mind game. Be like, you're really bitchy and you're and you're you're whining and it's annoying. They'll be like, I'm not. I'm. I, I never. You don't fight with people. You do it online, but <laughs> I don't fight online. I know better than to fight online. As a strong woman who's had to stand her ground on various things or had to like reverse psychology some things, reverse engineer some things mentally, I found that that works. I haven't done it in a very long time. I also find just talking to a guy like a man, sometimes they're like, oh, okay, respect. I'm, I feel you. I mean, you got to use the system to your advantage. I couldn't fall asleep the other night and went on Twitter and went and found like one inflammatory comment and then looked at everybody replying to that and then went to their profiles. And if oh I didn't God. like what they were saying, I just reported their offensive tweets. Oh, well, that's okay. That's a but weird I went, way to spend your night. I went a, okay. like vigilante style. I was just laying there and I was like, I can't fall asleep. And I sought these people Ew. out to find their horrors. I got to be honest, Emily, you're part of the problem. It was not a good use of my time. Yeah, you're one of those boring like whistleblowers. You're like, I can't sleep. Whose shit can I fuck up? I'm going to fuck it up from my bed. And there's another one. What's the deal with digital catcalling? Eat.teach.travel says, when a guy messages a woman just the word sexy... Then they get offended when the woman doesn't answer. It's weird. What should a woman respond? Nothing. Nothing. And don't go back to read his response. Nobody cares. He's probably a bot or from a country that you cannot take a direct flight to. I do think it's so funny that when you see, if you're looking at somebody's Instagram and just five guys have been like, beautiful. It happens so much on Facebook with my friends. Stunning. Weird old man friends or my friends. I know exactly what friends. (laughs) There is one friend for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, stunning. Like these are the girls that will accept every Facebook uh-huh. request from every foreign stranger. Sure. And then they just comment like, wow, hard eyes. And two people always do two exclamation marks, not one or three. People who do not speak English do two. And it's so interesting. There'll be an errant comma and like two dots instead of a full Letting ellipse. You know. <laughs> um, I think what's what I want to ask dudes. Like, these, like, weird middle-aged dudes that, like, have these Facebook friends with girls and it's just years of commenting. What's the end game? Do you think if you comment gorgeous on some girl you met at an office party, (laughs) if you comment enough over a span of six years, that one day she'll be like, that one got me. Let's go out, Edward. (laughs) There is—I'm not going to blow up his spot, but there's a Marvel celebrity who I know has a wife who comments on— uh, Charisma Carpenter's Instagram Who follows constantly. me on Twitter, we found out today. Uh, who f- comments every time, because Charisma Carpenter is stunning, is all of her pictures. I'm like, how is that your face and hair? Yeah. And this guy I feel the same way when comments. I look at you, but <laughs> with a different inflection. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Dropping me down. This guy consistently comments on all of her photos. Like, whoa, looking good. Like, stunning. I'm like, you have a wife. If Smokey Husky was commenting on girls, his friends, like, 
Or celebrities. Whoa. Yeah. That's weird. It's thirsty. And it's weird. There's no reason. Like, you can look. You can heart. I don't mind if you heart, like, whatever, attractive pictures. I've done that. But the commenting is bait. And you're hoping that she don't even front. You are hoping she reads that and is like, oh, my God, attention from this guy. Click. Is he single? I hope he's not. Let's go after it anyway. Sometimes we're just flirting with danger. But what I always think is funny is, um, like, on a DM, a guy will write something. And, you know, maybe it's just like, hello, sexy, whoa, or a stupid question. But then I'll scroll up and see that they've tried to write me, like, once every six months for years. (laughs) And I want to screen grab and be like, hey, creepo, like, you've been saying the same line to me for years. So either you've forgotten or you just are all about perseverance. I love when those those screenshots go viral sometimes. Oh, where yeah. That someone has eventually replied or the other person is just, they'll have said hey 18 times. Yeah. And the last time they'll be like, screw you. You're ugly anyway. Exactly. Uh, I also want to say this. If it's never someone attractive doing it. <laughs> The one attractive guy who I ever spoke to on Facebook, I dated. (laughs) We dated for like a year. It's never a guy that's like, wow, he's got a great job, a chiseled jaw, and looks like he loves animals in his family. No, because attractive people don't have to fish like that. Now, granted, there is an echelon. I look at my sister's... um, She's, like, 21 and cool, like, at her profile or some of my attractive girlfriends. And within their friend group, like, it's another DJ or another musician or another kind. You go back and forth. But for the most part, like, dudes that have something going on are not, like, oh, here's a peach emoji and the jizz squirt emoji. Every once in a while, I will see a hot guy. Mostly they just like. They don't comment. But you will see one put just just one emoji, just the peace hand or just one sunglass guy. Yeah, one thing to let you know I'm watching. Just hey, but not a what's up. Yeah, there's a, I don't know, and then sometimes I'll I'll DM with some, when somebody asks me something and I'll answer them. You know, and it'll be like a cute guy. And they'll ask a question like, oh, do you have any shows in Illinois? I'll be like, yeah, check a lot. Oh, thanks. And then I'll, like, I'll heart back. And mm-hmm. then they'll be like, question, while I have you. I'm like, we're not no. fucking. I'm trying to address you like the human you're pretending to be. I think guys have this confidence like, oh, look, she wrote back. That means she's ready to go. I was like, or I'm just trying to avoid you hating me or possibly killing me. <laughs> just trying to navigate <laughs> that space. Illinois. Very real. All right, you guys, it is time for a very special, very special part of our show called The Top of the Cob. It's the top of the cob. We're doing it right every day. You just take a bite. Top of the cob. Time for my favorite thing of the week. It's the top of the cob, the top of the cobbler, the best part of the cobbler. And then we'll do the bottom of the cob, the mushy part, the part that's not so great, the part that's usually underbaked. Top of the cob for me, there's a theme here because I've eaten a lot of it this week. Mozzarella, top of the cob. (laughs) Uh, In shredded form, like partially hydrogenated soybean oil mozzarella is fine for like a shitty pizza. Buffalo mozzarella is always tasty. You've never, you're never disappointed when mozzarella is brought to the table on a caprese salad. Melted on a pizza. It's always, right? Scott's nodding. He's into it. His <laughs> eyes are squinting. He's like, I'm getting married this weekend, and I can't wait to bite into that sweet mozzarella at my reception. It's always tasty. And my bottom of the cob is burrata. What? It's runny. I, <gasps> I know. You guys are angry now. Okay, listen. Wait. You guys, please. <laughs> like, how nothing else bothered anyone. I'm talking about rape, murder, hot dudes, ugly dudes. I don't want peaches and burrata. I know oh. this is like a like a one percenter problem. <laughs> 
I don't want peaches and burrata. I don't want it as an appetizer. Not ricotta, peach, you're up there. But what if it's on there with like a tomato and a... Burrata's runny. It's not the same consistency as mozzarella, and I'm over it. And on a menu, like, we have burrata, we don't have mozzarella. I'm like, who does your ordering? It's so a much fucking better. lactose intolerant monster that's like, fine, just burrata, no mozzarella. You got to have both. You call yourself no. an Italian? I don't even like tomato, but I would eat an old shoe that had burrata on it. You would eat an old shoe, period. <laughs> I've seen what you keep in your lunchbox. And I think a big rule of Top of the Cob is that you don't get to argue. No, okay. I'm just surprised, honestly. That's what did it for you? None of my other polarizing social views? When just they the weren't fact. surprising. This is surprising. Fair enough. I didn't peg you for a non-Burrata girl. <laughs> All right. All right, you're Top of the Cob. My top is a really soft t-shirt. You'll agree. Don't give me a face. Okay. You are kinda... you like a really soft old vintage t-shirt. I'm very Everybody picky. does. Yeah, but not one that says like Metallica. No, but not like a thick, not a thick Gildian is the brand. <laughs> I Ev- don't want to call out Gildan. I'm Gildian, <laughs> Gildan. I'm going to call it out cuz that is that is the pinnacle of free promo dad. We only have XL shirts with thick paint on them. Yes. Nobody wants that and those don't age well. You no, know, it's like crack. a 20-year aging process. Yeah. yeah. But so, a real soft T-shirt. This one I'm wearing, very soft. I gave it was to you. yours. It says hipsters. People always ask me. It's, yeah, it says hipsters use side door. People, what does that mean? I'm like, I don't know. It's not my shirt. I got it in Tampa. I got it in Ybor City at a, a store that was a house. People do not accept the excuse. I don't know. It's not my shirt. They still ask questions. Um, isn't it? Uh, it's a it's a song. It's a. Uh, isn't it? Hipsters use the back door. Or hippies use the side door. What is it? Come on. Hippies use the back door. There it is. It's like an old sign. Yeah. It's yeah, from like, yeah, oh, from like Vietnam War era, like stupid hippies. So hipsters use side door. Okay. I bought that shirt because I thought it was so cool. And then I couldn't come to terms with it because it was so big. It's big on you. Mm-hmm. It's like a 4XL, I but I wanted it. to own it. Yeah. It's it big, hung in my closet for years. Living my best life. Yeah. Is it also your bottom of the cob because it's an ugly shirt? No. Okay. My bottom of the cob is getting gas for my car, <laughs> not for my butt. What? Did you say not from my butt? <laughs> Whoa. That I should clarify. As I said it, I was like, wait, it's when your gas is low and then you realize, oh, I got to stop somewhere. I was yeah. driving home yesterday. I was yeah. like, I got to stop my car. Mm-hmm. I got to get out of it. I got to put side. my credit card in. Uh-huh. I got to stand there. Yep. People might talk to me, get back in my car, pull back into traffic. It's always across the lane. It's never like this is a convenient turn of the time into a Chevron. You never. Here's the thing. It's always like, do you want to drive? Do you want to drive? I'll drive, but I've got to get gas. It's always like, that's the caveat. Like, but you're going to have to hang out with me. And no one's ever been like, yes, I get to go to an on the run. I get to get gas. It's always like, oh, I've got to get gas. Nobody likes getting gas. No, it's the worst, though. But even worse than getting gas is discovering that you're out of gas when you're late. Oh. Oh, fuck my life. I'm out of gas. Oh, I don't like it to get below three little ticks, three little bars. Uh, I can say that I drive a hybrid and I don't drive a lot, so mm-hmm. I don't remember the last time I got gas. Oh, you you put gas in my car recently. This week. Okay. That was fine, though, because I was, like, hanging out. Like, I don't like when I have to do it on my way. Like, I'm, I want to go home. Yeah. I want to go live my life. But once I'm getting gas, I take it as, like, a nice moment to kind of look around. I go in a gas station. I get a candy bar. I was looking around. Someone was throwing up. Okay. Well, so. this has been great. This was and is Ask Eliza Anything, the show where you get to ask me anything. And I think we solved some problems today. I think we said some truths, some inalienable truths. 
And I think we said some things that are laughable and to be taken with a grain of salt. Don't get offended. Get smarter and continue to ask questions. Ask Eliza anything. Goodbye. Want to make mom's day? Get to your Nordstrom Rack now and score amazing deals for Mother's Day, which is Sunday, May 12th. Find tons of gifts from only $30 at Nordstrom Rack. Fragrance, jewelry, luxury bags, activewear, beauty, and more. Save on Kate Spade, New York, Stuart Weitzman, and Ted Baker, London. Great brands, great prices. So shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and treat mom to the good stuff from just $30. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.